Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out in Copenhagen. Hello and welcome to Six Show Podcast, Kofi and Copenhagen on 97.7 FM. My name is Owen and sitting quite, quite intimately close to me is Marius. Yes, I am. How are you doing, Marius? It's, uh, it's nice being this close. I know, right? I like it. Yeah? It's been a while. You're moving further back, actually. <laughs> That's just the chair. <laughs> it's not me. Ah, uh, yes, this I'm is your... I'm on a slant, <laughs> just rolling down the hill currently. <laughs> This is your modern guy too, living in the city of Copenhagen. We talk about Denmark, we talk about Scandinavia, we talk about anything that we think is worth talking about. Like Marius, what do we think is worth talking about today? Well, today we're gonna we're gonna do the news roundup, but it's it's gonna be the good news roundup. Oh, it's all good news. The alarm went off. <laughs> the alarm, the, went, the alarm off. went off for good news. There, it's not used to that. Really? Uh, yeah, no Corona stuff. Just all good news. Oh wow! Yeah. So that's nice. Okay. Uh, even uh, nicer was that I uh, had a lovely bike ride out to uh, Reffen. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there I met uh, a woman called uh, Lauren, who is a Canadian uh, who lives here in Denmark now, mm. and uh, is is part of a Gro Spiserie, which is um, sort of a, um, what do you call it, a, a co-op farm, uh-huh. restaurant, uh-huh. Uh, event center, growing space. Growing space. That's that's my words. That's okay. not her words. Okay. Uh, but we have a really nice interview with her. Yeah. Um, where she uh, tells uh, us a bit about how she got involved with it and and sort of what what goal is basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we got some some hot hot tips. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna burn myself just hearing them. Yeah. Because ah. it's summer, so everything's hot. <laughs> All right. That Let's is. Let's never do that again. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just dealing with the after effect now. Ah, this is the sixth show. Let's get into it. The good news roundup. Roskilde Festival is cancelled. Hey, hey, that's the good news. That's not the good news. No, right. The good news is yeah. they are inviting us to uh, the famous, the the notorious Dyrskue uh, Pless. That's what they called it because uh, where Roskilde Festival takes place is where they also put out all the animals to grass and uh, observe them. Observe them. I don't know. To school, yeah, is kind of to look at something. To look at. Yeah. So, but like for for. And so it's animal looking, place. <laughs> but is this is this for is this like, for farmers to look at for scientists to look at for the public to look at? I I think it's farmers. Farmer looking. I'm um, yeah. Right. Okay. Some farmer looking at at the 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 creatures. Okay. Grassing on the field. Grassing on the field, right? Yes. Um, but yeah, if, if you if you've ever been to Roskilde Festival, uh, you know what what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's there. It's where Roskilde Festival normally is. This is where the big feck off camping site. Is that is that that part? Is it? Uh, oh no, it's the green, like, the wooded bit. Yeah, it's like the festival where ah. the actual festival takes yeah, place. Okay. Um, and they are having uh, something they called uh, Summer Days. Now, mm-hmm. uh, and it's uh, starting on the twenty fourth mm-hmm. uh, to the twenty seventh of June, and uh, one from the first to the fourth of July. They have forty acts uh, within music, street art, uh, activism, and performance. Uh, the full lineup is is up uh, on the site. Yeah. Um, they're no, they're no like big names. There's no like Beyonce What? or or. Um, 
that's the only big name well, I know, <laughs> apparently. Uh, are there any other big acts than Beyonce? Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters, yes. That's Dave is not coming either. Dave's not coming? No. B, 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 B's not coming? Dave's not coming? I call her B. Okay. Yeah, oh, B. Yeah, 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 B. B. Yeah. D is not coming. B, D, and... And uh, uh, well, J is not coming J. either. J. Yeah. Jamiroquai? Yeah. Okay. Not coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... Uh, But but that's also like from my own personal Roskilde experiences. It's never the big names I remember. It's never the big name concerts mm-hmm. where I have this beautiful memory from. It's from some odd band I've never heard anything about, mm. or or maybe just briefly heard mentioned. Somebody said go there. It's going to be amazing. Uh. And in my drunken haze, I just have the most beautiful time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because no expectations. Yeah. You yeah. Can yeah. Only you get, just enjoy you know, the the atmosphere. All right, go on. What what was what is the the Your number one. Oh, my number one from yeah. Roskilde? Yeah. How many times have you been to Roskilde? I have been five. Five Roskildes. Five Roskildes. Yeah. Did uh, you ever do ten days? Yeah, yeah. Always like the full on Really? Days. Yeah. That's yeah, brutal, yeah. man. Yeah, that's why I'm not going again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that is brutal. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, so many. Uh, I saw Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. It was oh, yeah. amazing. That was like on uh, the last day and... Uh, Uh, another soul. I saw Lee Fields and the Expressions at like 4 a.m. the morning, and I remember I got probably wasn't that great of a cocktail, but at 4 a.m. when I got that cocktail, it was yeah. the best cocktail <laughs> I've ever had in the world. Yeah. Um. So many MGMT was pretty good. Uh-huh. Uh, big name. Uh, Björk, I thought was a really amazing concert. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah, so many. I think it's interesting for. I think vast majority of people listening will know what we're talking about Roskilde, but if you've come to Denmark uh, in lockdown times and you've never actually experienced Roskilde, mm. it's a big massive festival out in Roskilde, which is a town yeah. you've probably heard of it or you might be studying there. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. But there's a weird thing that happens because you can either experience it by the festival, but also if you are in Copenhagen during Roskilde, there's a noticeable decline of the population of Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Like, The city gets quiet. Oh yeah, when Roskilde happens, very. Yeah. It's so strange. Yeah, it's a little bit eerie. Yeah, <laughs> the first couple of days, you're like, where? What the fuck happened? Going on? <laughs> yeah, and then oh yeah, it's Roskilde. Yeah, and then it's kind of nice. You can actually enjoy it. I have had yeah. some some uh, non-Roskilde where I was just like, oh, this is quite nice. Mm-hmm. There's room everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All the benches on Don Luis's <laughs> boat were free. <laughs> um. So yeah. So so this is happening. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Ice Age, which is a Danish punk name, um, is something uh, I I I would uh, like to check out. Actually, I saw them. You saw them? I've seen Ice Age. Yeah, in uh, Gothenburg. Oh, cool. Like two years ago. Yeah, yeah they're fun. Really good. Yep, yeah. uh, they're performing on first uh, of July. That's a Thursday. Yeah. So on. Uh, that's a little potential tip. Yeah. Uh, they're also actually Roskilde recommending or encouraging people uh, to on the third of July. To uh, because they can't have the actual festival, and a big part of Roskilde is the whole camping site where people just go ape shit and build massive camps. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of uh, encouraging uh, a DIY festival, so that you make your own little uh, festival at home. They're encouraging that. Yes. Oh, at, at home. Yeah, at home. Ah, yeah. okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you can read about that. Maybe there's a competition. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> sensing there's a competition around that. I don't know actually. Okay. Um. But uh, perhaps, perhaps. But uh, I think that's good news yeah. that uh, people who are really, really sad to hear Roskilde wasn't happening. Yeah. You can still go get some summer days with nice. some music and uh, arts. Worth and... a little trip out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, in other good news, oh yeah, Copenhagen is the world's best city to fund startups. Really? Uh, according to a study by Payment Sense. Oh yeah, famous Payment Sense. We all know, we've all heard of them. Uh, quite often, <laughs> I, I refer to them in my conversations. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, according to them, and a study they've done, um, uh, yeah, Denmark is the number one city in the world uh, to uh, fund a startup. Uh, the average, um, oh, well, I should say that um, they sort of found that uh, crowdfunding is the fastest way um, to to get funds, yeah. and uh, the average amount raised through crowdfunding in Denmark is a hundred and Seven, almost a hundred and uh, sort of uh, ten um, Let me just check because I actually think that's uh, euros. While you're checking, I'm just going to quickly uh, reference something that probably everybody's thinking, and we haven't mentioned. Yeah, we're not in the studio. That's true. We're not in the studio. Yes. If everyone's like, "Why does it sound a bit weird?" It's because we we sound weird, and we're not in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the, the depths of um, a building in Co- secret location. Secret location. A secret location. Sure. We couldn't make it to the studio today. No. <laughs> so we're in the we're in the basement of a basement in the, in a in a building. Yeah. 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 Uh, nothing was recorded in the studio today. No. <laughs> um, so yes. So uh, the average amount raised through crowdfunding in in Denmark or in Copenhagen is um, a hundred and yeah around a hundred and ten thousand uh, pounds. So close to a million pounds. Pounds. Why is it saying pounds? That's a good question. Um, you you may... know that, that that country that's got nothing to do with Europe anymore. Let's use that currency. That's, but still, hundred ten thousand pounds is quite a lot of money. Yes, that's that's a good chunk. That's a good chunk. Um, and Denmark, uh, Denmark. So Copenhagen is the world's best city. Denmark uh, is ranked uh, the fourth best country in the world for um, to fund a startup. I don't know if we've talked about this on air or not, but. You, me, and uh, producer Emma Burrow have had a couple of conversations about Wales paying yeah. their students. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I to... thought you meant the, the, the mammal. <laughs> no, I'm not like laundry. totally, total, total. Ta- okay, hang on. There's going to be a tangent here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the back this, to ground yeah, Monday. <laughs> <laughs> but we we were talking about Wales paying students to start businesses in Wales. That's true. Because there's like a huge brain drain of. of students from there yeah so i would have thought wales would have been like or um cardiff would have been the thing but it's good to hear that copenhagen is no 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 yeah um we're we're we're, we're the best and you crowdfunding know? is the best best way to do it that's the fastest way fastest way it. okay yeah um and i think it's i don't know I, it doesn't specify this in the article if if um if that's like the typical way uh, people crowd or fund their startups here yeah. is through crowdfunding Uh, but I actually think that's quite interesting if that would be the case in Denmark because that's sort of a um, that surprises me a little bit that Danes are are sort of up for uh, crowdfunding. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, that's something. I have to... That's that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to rack my brain about. That yeah. like that... I I can't say why I'm surprised. I can't say well, but Danes mm. are not like because we do support um, sort of financially things and yeah. I think we're fairly good. Like so, Givers. I'm, I'm thinking like you know, early thirties people with ex- like expendable income. Yeah, maybe it's just because I, we have a lot of people with expendable income, and yeah, and maybe it's because we have the safety net sort of of uh, yeah the welfare state. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. we are like willing to maybe give a bit more. Help someone. Yeah. 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 
Mm. Maybe that pays into uh, plays into it. Mm. Uh, finally, in other uh, good news, this is maybe for some good news. For others, ah, uh, fuck. Okay. Distortion also got cancelled on April nineteenth. Uh-huh. But oh, today, Owen, on the second of June, uh-huh. Wednesday, yeah, twenty twenty one, yeah, distortion is happening. What? Today. Where? On Nurple at a unspecified location. What? Yes, at uh, so so um, uh, the founder Thomas because uh, no one knows exactly where Thomas party. Distortion Thomas Flurquin I think Flurquin maybe that's how you say it. Um, he explained uh, that um, no one will know exactly where these uh, parties are taking place. Like we know that one will be Nurple. Today, tomorrow, Vestapol. Okay, so it's going to do the, the three or four? They're going to do uh, Nobel, Vestapol, uh, the city center. Yeah. And then the final one is uh, the harbor. Okay. Yes. But they can't actually have normal sort of street parties like they would, where they set up a stage. Mm-hmm. They all have to be moving parties. Okay. So so they can't sort of be, there won't be stages like yeah. per se. Yeah. But it will be something with a big ass sound system. Moving like on along. the back of a truck kind of thing. Something and like that, to... yeah. Oh. And it's only for 20 minutes. Oh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. What's the point? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I don't know exactly. Hence, maybe good news for some, maybe yeah. not for some, for <laughs> others. Um, so it'll be, today is the first one. It'll mm. be from 7 to mm. 20 past 7. Uh, somewhere in Nopal. Yeah. Um, The final one, uh, the harbor one, will uh, will have a stage. Will be a floating stage. Okay. So uh, and there's there's something about uh, renting boats. You can buy something with renting a boat and okay. get closer to the the event and stuff When, like when's that. When's that gonna be? Uh, that uh, well, it's, so it's the next uh, four days. Saturday. So that would be Saturday. Saturday. Yes. So so just just to clarify that the news piece you're giving, which is going to be two days late when this is brought out on air. Yes. <laughs> Has something news or related to it as well. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You will actually be able to go to some. Uh, I suppose. I suppose actually, because a lot of us won't even know it happened. It's going to be news orientated. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm. Co- I'm covering. I'm covering on this. You're. you're um, They're good. You're okay. You're I'm okay, okay with this okay. one. Yeah. We can have this one in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Because I'm not editing. <laughs> uh, but you, you were actually a bit sad that distortion wasn't going to happen. Oh God, I was so upset. Yeah. I mean, what? Where was it going to slip and puke? In slip, the middle slip of the puke. Yeah, where was I going to find puke to slip in in the middle of the day? That's true. That's I mean, ah, oh. no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all for the the young folk having having their fun. The young folk, yeah, oh, yeah. Remember that? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, them the good news. There's, 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 I got a bit of news. Oh, is it good? Because no, then it can't come. In. Yeah, that's the thing. So this is. Like this, this is subsection. a subsection yeah. of uh, the good news roundup slash not or like subsection paragraph three bad news. Okay, right? Yeah. Well, okay. It's question. I don't know news. Uh, did you hear about Denmark helping the NSA? Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. So it's come out that Denmark has helped the NSA spy on European politicians between 2000 and 12 to 2014, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. Something yeah. Like that. Um, Huh. Yeah. What's going on there? Well, uh, I think it's very simple. Yeah. <laughs> We're a small country. Yeah. We like to be friends with the states. Yeah. 
because uh, they buy, I don't know, our bacon or something. That's the um, one. Yeah. Some of our windmills mm. and the occasional pop act. <laughs> I think that's our export to the States. But it was such a strange one. What, what happened like three, no, maybe six months ago, There something came out about the um, Danish Secret Service as well. That they'd like, oh, that they were spying on the, the public. Right? Yeah. 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 Right. And that came out as well. Yeah. So you went through a bit of a phase of, no, you, Mary's representing Denmark right okay. now. But I just found it interesting that Denmark was, but okay, if I'm being honest, I'd say everybody's thinking that. Everybody. I think I mean? so. Yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think we're special. No. I think everyone's. We just got caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, probably all European countries are spying on each other. Yeah. Despite the no, we're in the EU together. We all. It's fine. We trust each other. Yeah, we're best of friends. Best of friends. (laughs) The best of friends. Uh, But it was interesting because Biden was prime uh, 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 vice president at the time. So he's he he was meant to like I heard Joe. um, um, Edward Snowden say that he knew all about it. Like, see, he would have known all about it. Um, hmm. Not surprised. No. Speaking of American presidents. Oh, yeah. You hear what Obama said recently? Uh, yeah. You know you, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I do, yeah. Do you it's want ha- it? It's are, happening. Are we... It's a can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> are you opening this right now? I don't know. Am I? I just want to say, if you haven't seen anything, it's been some... This is another sub-segment where we go into world news. <laughs> And the, the other X Files, otherworldly other news. Other news. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. like it all. Yeah. Yes, there's been some interesting. Uh, Sixty minutes did a whole full special on uh, UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenons, mm-hmm. as they're calling them, because UFOs. No one takes that serious anymore. No. Um, and and it's all coming from the Pentagon. Is going to release a report. I think the sixth of June. Yes. And uh, there's been several. Uh, fighter pilots and people who have worked with the Pentagon that has sort of you know been charged with investigating mm-hmm. some of these phenomenons that mm-hmm. they couldn't explain and uh, yeah Obama on I think it was not that I used that as a new sort James Corden's uh, late night show <laughs> in an interview he asked him and Obama said in all seriousness there are some things that we just don't know yeah. what the hell is sure. and we're looking into it sure so um, it's just an interesting turn. Yeah. And for the conspiracy minded, there's a lot of people who are probably like, but why are they saying this now? Mm-hmm. This is disinformation. Mm. They, okay. So here, here's my thoughts on this, right? Because I, I saw that. And yeah. then there's this new footage came out recently. And blah, blah, the tic-tac. No, no, no. Even more like last week, something came out. Yeah. Another same kind of thing, right? Blurry yeah. image on like this like infrared thing, right? Um, and... You can get all excited and be like, "Oh my God, aliens! The fucking aliens are here, and they knew." Um, <laughs> but I'm going to take a step back and try and keep my like, like bigger picture mm-hmm. image right. I'm like, sure, definitely that they're saying there's these things, and and they're saying we're, we've got footage of this stuff, and we don't know what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. To be fair, no but one's saying aliens. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what we need to start stepping back and looking at and being like. This whole thing about UFOs and aliens, little gray men and all this kind of thing, right? That's completely a human construct as far as we understand because there's no oh, evidence yeah. of it. Yeah. Right? There's no evidence of flying saucers, no evidence of little gray men and everything. So what we're seeing is images that we don't know what are and then we're projecting what we assume and want them to be onto it. Mm. So, But that's not a new thing. We've done that since the 
forever, probably. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying is, like, what we're witnessing this this footage and Obama saying these things is simply, there are things that we haven't been able to identify. Mm. And then we're going, aliens are coming down! And you're like, mm, let's take a step back. And then, and the other thing is, like, there's, there's, there's stuff like, stuff like, a lot of these things have been around naval events and stuff like that, yeah. right? Um, there's a lot about around water and stuff like this. And you're like, ah, oh, but the aliens are coming up from the ocean because that's where the dimensional port is. And you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but that's... I'm still very... This is interesting times, definitely. I think I think it is very interesting. And I'm excited to see... what. Not, I'm not expecting this uh, Pentagon report to have pictures of uh, aliens or anything. No. But just it would be interesting to see what it is they are willing to say, yeah. communicate, and sort of yeah. um, share with the yeah. public, and to see if there are any other sort of uh, yeah. Are there anything? Do they have any guesses? Mm-hmm. Because I think the reason why they're taking it serious now mm. is because it's an actual potential threat in the yeah. sense that. The states, as the you know world's dominating military force, mm. are a little bit annoyed. I think. Mm. I think it's probably more of an ego thing mm. that somebody else has technology wow. that is, you know, from what they see and what they have been able to gather from this information and this footage, seems to be way more advanced than what they have. Yeah, and they're being a little bit yeah. upset about this yeah. that somebody else has a better toy than they have. <laughs> Um, but what, what, like, between, like, Belarus hijacking a plane, pretty much. Uh, oh, yeah, that was also crazy. That yeah. was insane. Uh, Belarus hijacking plane. We're going back to see if Biden's asking to go back to Wuhan to see exactly, like, do another report in 90 days. Yeah, with the Wuhan what, lab, yeah. What, what exactly happened there. An alien, like, there's an unidentified object, like, what time do we live in, man? Yeah, it's yeah. just It's interesting. Oh. It's interesting times. But I think I think I think every generation say that. I think every like think about ah, people but doing this has the... been a pretty bad one, man. It's a pretty bad one, yeah. but think about This is pretty crazy. The people who lived under the Spanish flu. Think about people who lived under during I, the World War One. Two I'm, I'm not saying it's bad moon right landing. Now. I'm not saying oh moon landing would have been pretty amazing. Yeah. I'm not saying bad time, I'm just saying like a lot of stuff's happening. Like there's a huge the zeitgeist is moving at an incredible rate. Shit's changing. No, that's true. Twenty uh, one twenty and twenty one has yeah. been it's been full on. Yeah. <laughs> uh and just a uh, totally last bit of news. Uh part Podcast news: China has their own official state podcast now. Okay. Yep. So it's, well, so Xi Jinping Chi- is uh, launching his own He's, podcast. Uh, cook it like like. Uh, I think I think it's kind of like evening thoughts with Xi Jinping. Right? <laughs> it's just like him just chilling out after the day work, and he's just like you know oh, talking nice. about what he watched on TV and stuff like that. And, that sounds great. You know, yeah, how how the state's brilliant. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so uh, they're finally catching on. Oh, very good, yeah. very good. It's about time. Ji yeah. Xingping. Ji Xingping. You well, got uh, a thing for him, actually. You, 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 you got a, uh, yeah. I've I noticed love. you mentioned him a few times. Uh, we're friends. <laughs> That's probably terrible to say. Are you producing the podcast? I'm you, actually, uh, uh, yes. Coping in China? Coping in China. <laughs> it works, CIC. <laughs> Um, well, uh, dem, dem, dem the news. Dem the news, plus a bit of a ramble. <laughs> plus a bit of a ramble. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you very much for the news. Uh, you're welcome. So, yes. So, um, I went to heaven. And uh, it was very exciting to see uh, 
because when I came out, um, sort of, it's right, if you know where, sort of, the beginning of Reffen, where you come out to sort of, there's, there was like a big kind of parking lot kind of thingy. It's kind of where the bus stops. Yes, yeah, you know, yeah. That sort of the beginning of Reffen. Yes, and there's like a little, and the little parking lot next to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you walk in the rest of it. Yeah, and Copenhagen yeah. Contemporary and all yeah. of the stuff. Um, so it's right there in the beginning, actually. Okay. Where um, they have, they have uh, in March, got access and got this land, this big sort of Who's they? field. This is Gro uh, Spiserie, uh-huh. which is the restaurant in Österbo yeah. uh, on a rooftop. Um, where they have their garden, and that's kind of where everything started, sort of with a rooftop garden. Yeah. Where they built a restaurant, um, and and uh, made this co-op sort of uh, farming community, uh-huh. where people can sort of uh, pay a membership fee, and uh, then well, you will hear Lauren explain all of this in the interview, so so I won't bother you with that. But um, uh, they have now uh, started a new project. Um, which is called a uh, Gro uh, Garden, mm-hmm. uh, Gro City Garden, I believe it's called, and uh, they're yeah sort of expanding their their growth potential, mm-hmm. one could say. <laughs> um, no pun intended. I don't know. Is that a pun? No. No. Okay. <laughs> With the growing things and a business can grow. I thought there was. A, oh, okay. A, yeah, a, I suppose a, if you yeah. want to bring, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, And so yeah, it's right there in the beginning, and they had a two yurts they were building. And I saw yurts. Look, that's a cool thing to see in Copenhagen. Yep, yep. love a good yurt. Yeah, uh, and uh, it was just people were milling about, sort of, because uh, they're having a soft opening this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, they're not quite sure when they're doing the real opening. Um, but uh, they were very busy. There were people digging in the ground. Uh, Throwing soil around, uh, building yurts, uh, building a kitchen, chefs running around, mushrooms growing, uh, and uh, a big, big truck making a lot of noise. Uh, <laughs> so what you're saying is you recorded next to a building site. I recorded next to a building site, so <laughs> there is a bit of noise in the background. Uh-huh. Uh, you can hear us very clearly, uh, but uh, yeah, a little, little warning. Uh, but I started asking Lauren about, um, yeah, basically to to explain. What is this new project they're starting? That's right. Yeah. So we um, have started this project called Önsheo or Island Garden, mm-hmm. um, in collaboration with a company called Bugo. Mm-hmm. So they are an indoor mushroom production company. Yeah. So all of these big shipping containers you see is their production space. So this is actually filled with mushrooms okay. in here right now. So. Was that is that the mushroom? Because I ate at the Kohlspiserie and I got these very yeah. these oyster mushrooms, I believe. That's right. Um, it actually wasn't from from these guys. Okay. Um, that was from a company called Funga Farm. Okay. But very very similar. Yeah. 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 They were delicious. They were. Yeah. yeah <laughs> such a good dish. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so they are doing a lot of indoor production of mushrooms. They'll also have some polytunnels where they're growing microgreens and just different greenhouse vegetables. And then we have the remaining outdoor space, so we will have um, a good-sized vegetable production, a lot of um, flowers that we can use for bouquets and things like that, um, a lot of like, native perennial plants, so berry bushes, things like that. Mm-hmm. Native to, to Denmark? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah yep. exactly. Yeah, that's mostly around the perimeter that you can see around the fence. Okay. And then we have we've built two yurts. So one of them will serve as a small cafe, and the other will be a larger event space. So we can host things like weddings and workshops, yoga classes, whatever it may be. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and yeah. the plan is also to do 
one maybe two community dinners per week okay. and that will also take place over there okay oh, yeah. Nice. yeah and then uh, yeah so this all started in march you got this and sort of you've been That's building right. and growing and yeah yeah what is it called plotting yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it was it was literally just a field of grass and so we uh, got in a lot of soil and compost. We formed all of the beds. Um, yeah, it's slowly coming together. Mm. It's pretty crazy how much it's changed in the last two months. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, an, it's amazing. And yeah, I remember it was just a, a, a not very exciting uh, plot of grass here. So yeah, uh, yeah. Will, this will uh, be very nice to have. Out For sure. Yeah. Yeah, and this actually used to be um, a cantina mm -hmm. that used to serve food for all of the people working in the area oh. um, back when they were actually building ships out here. So mm -hmm. I've been told that uh, it was feeding 2,000 people per day in this, oh, wow. in this space. It yeah, was okay. covered, of course, but yeah. yeah, so it's a little piece of history as well. Oh, very cool, very yeah. cool. And uh, so, yeah, so this is part of Grospiserik. Uh, um, and. Uh, I had the pleasure of eating at the, the, the restaurant in Österbro uh, on the rooftop and that yeah. was very lovely where you also have a beautiful garden. Yes. Yes. And uh, yeah. some nice chickens and uh, two rabbits, I believe. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And, Pedro, uh, and Elizabeth. P oh, they have names. They have names, of yes. Course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and some bees. Mm -hmm. And you produce your own honey there, I believe. That's right. Yeah. 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 Very nice. Um, yeah. And, and was that the beginning of Gull or, or how did that start sort of that's right yeah? that was the beginning so um it was kind of this um perfect merging of people right place right time sort of thing um christian and livia they're the co-founders mm -hmm. they were at the time looking for a kind of rooftop space that they could start a garden and um, they got put in touch with this man who owns uh, that entire building and he owns it was originally a car auction house okay. and so he was looking for a way to do something that's a little bit more sustainable to kind of counteract the fact that he's selling cars yeah, he had a guilty conscience <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, okay but um because the building was made as this car auction house it was already able to sustain a lot of weight on the roof and it had this uh, yeah, yeah, huge service elevator so it was really just perfect. They could move in. They didn't have to reinforce anything. Mm. So yeah, they just happened to meet one another at the right time and started it all up. And that was seven years ago. That's seven years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then there is this, and that works now as a as a co-op kind of. Well, it's the it's the restaurant, and then there's yep. the co-op farm. Or exactly. How does that tie yeah. into? Yeah. Yeah. So the vegetables that. We are growing there. It's for a, what's called a CSA or Community Supported Agriculture. Mm -hmm. So we have a member base of 40 and they pay at the beginning of the year. And that is kind of our initial investment that we can put towards our growing season. Mm -hmm. And then they know from June until November, they can come up once a week and get a little harvest of vegetables from us. Okay. So yeah. they come up to the roof and, and collect a little harvest. That's right. Yeah. Nice. And they're welcome to take part as well. So they can do some gardening and learn along the way too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, what, what kind of, so it's 40 people who are part of this. That's right. And yeah. why, why is it, is that the limit kind of, or are you planning to um, grow it or what? It's kind of above the limit. So te okay. technically um, we could, uh, we could sustain 20, 20 members on our own, but I guess there was just so much interest in the beginning that 
um, they decided to expand it to 40 and then also collaborate with two other local farms. Okay. So each week when they come up, they get three elements from us and then three elements that are from the other two farms. Okay. But this way they also get a, a bigger variation of vegetables because given the circumstance of us growing on a roof, there are some limitations, yeah. so they can get vegetables that we simply can't grow. Okay. Things like potatoes, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they get a very well-rounded package that way. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and how did, what are the other farms? Are they from Shillan or are they sort of... They are, yeah. Okay. So, um, actually, I'm sorry, I've forgotten the name of the two of them. That's okay. We, they've switched around a little bit, but, okay. but they are from nearby. Okay, okay. And, uh, yeah, I imagine it must have been quite a popular thing. Um, but but what, what, do you know what kind of, what, what kind of people are, is it that are getting involved and are interested in this? Yeah. Like, is it the Danes or is it sort of a mixture of internationals? And, like, I noticed I in the restaurant, it was the whole, the three chefs, was it yeah. three or four? Yeah, they're pretty much all Yeah, there was a Brazilian, an Italian and a... Portuguese. Portuguese, yeah. yeah and then yeah. we also have two Danes. Um, so I would say the members who are actually coming and getting the vegetables, those are mostly um, Danes from, from the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But on that same day, it's, it's Wednesdays that they come and, and harvest and get the vegetables. That's also sort of an open volunteer day. Yeah, okay. And um, yeah, anyone can come at any time throughout the day. And those people are primarily internationals. Okay. So I think, I don't know, it's one of those things maybe when people first move to the city and maybe they haven't found work yet and they're looking for a productive way to spend their time and meet other people Mm -hmm. they generally encounter us and it's a really nice community because people yeah you get to know each other quite quickly and you tend to see familiar faces week by week and then year by year as well Mm -hmm. so it's a really nice starting point i think for people that have just arrived in the city yeah for sure for sure Mm -hmm. Uh, and yeah, how did you? Uh, what's what's your journey into to Paul? When did you yeah. come to, to Denmark? If we start there, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. So I first came here almost four years ago. I actually, ironically, moved here on Canada Day, okay. so <laughs> July first, but 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just say you are from Canada. Yes, I am from yes, Canada. Yeah. I should mention that. <laughs> um, yeah. So before I moved here, I had done an internship at a rooftop garden for a summer um, much smaller scale than grow but mm-hmm. we were growing in containers also for a CSA yeah. and then we were um, selling leftover vegetables at a farmer's market in the lower income neighborhood so just trying to make organic veggies available to everyone mm-hmm. uh, so when I moved here I was looking for something similar right away so I immediately found grow and um, wanted to get involved volunteering at least because I already had a job lined up mm-hmm. um, but purely by coincidence one of my old co-workers from a restaurant in Toronto she moved to the city the same month that I moved oh wow and she moved specifically to do an internship at Grove so uh-huh. she did her internship for a couple of months moved back to Canada for a year and then moved here more permanently yeah, yeah. Um, a year later at which point she started managing the restaurant at the rooftop and then she reached out to me because she was looking for staff. So that's how I ended up working there. Okay. And that was uh, just over two years ago now. Hmm. Yeah. And 
yeah, what what has that meant for you, like moving to? Because uh, Denmark is also known as a country where it it is uh, it can be hard to befriend Danes, and mm. and in general maybe it can be a little bit challenging finding a network or a community. Yeah, I think I I kind of feel like I got lucky in a way because um, I I moved here with my partner who is a chef, so he came and. Uh, already had a job lined up for me. He arrived three months prior. Okay. Um, and then by the time I got here, he kind of already had a small network set up. Mm-hmm. And because we were both working in the hospitality industry, um, it is incredibly international to begin with. So yeah. right away, we just started meeting other international people and um, just slowly that way built a little network for ourselves. Yeah, okay. Um, so. I think probably for the first year, I would say my uh, community was more limited to my immediate co-workers, but um, after the year point, it really started expanding. And then especially once I changed jobs, mm-hmm. um, it just grew from there. Yeah, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But did you, did you have any sort of, uh, you said you worked in hospitality, did you yeah. have any kind of... Uh, background in in any kind of farming or kind of working in a Um, yeah my own things (laughs) yeah I would say my only experience was with that that other rooftop yeah for a summer Um, prior to that I studied environmental science but it was not about growing vegetables it was Mm. about growing yeasts in a lab and that sort of thing so yeah um, yeah, it this kind of combined my interests I would say in like more environmental things, but then also food at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, and it was very th- like how how are they how are they planning the menus at this restaurant? Is it all sort of just based around uh, what produce? Yeah. So actually, I should mention um, because the rooftop garden is growing primarily for this membership. Mm. Um, the restaurant doesn't actually use those vegetables so much, which can yeah. be a little bit confusing when when you first come. But they basically make use of anything that isn't har- harvested for the members, so it's okay. also this sort of zero waste um, ethos. Yeah, yeah. So they just try and use up everything possible. Whatever the chefs don't use from the garden will ultimately get fed to the chickens, and then that gets turned back into compost. So they do try to make this sort of circular system. Yeah. But what's being served in the restaurant is actually in support of other um, local farms. The other farms. Yeah. So okay. there's a few nearby. Um, one is Svenholm. Yeah. Another one is Stensbulago. Yeah. 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 I know that one. yeah. Yeah. Those are the two main ones that we okay. that we get things from. Hmm. Um, yeah. So the the menu itself would be built around what's available to them from these farms they they try to keep it as local yeah, and yeah, seasonal okay. as possible mm. it was delicious and i very much enjoyed that sort of and especially coming from corona uh, times mm. and in lockdown it was such a nice sort of this because it is served on sort of a a long table this kind of family style kind of yeah. eating uh, yeah. with with good distance also so everyone yeah. felt safe also but that was such a nice way to be sort of invited in mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, sit in your little, uh, the little greenhouse and sort of yeah. have the chefs so close. Uh, what, what was the thought about uh, sort of the chefs coming out and presenting it, the food? Like what's the, um, do you know I what guess the idea behind that is? Because that was very nice. I, yeah, I think um, 
just to make things as interactive as as possible was probably the main goal because mm-hmm. um, it is trying to foster this community feeling so you're kind of i mean before corona times you're yeah. <laughs> quite cozy with your neighbors and you'd sort of get get to know the guests around you even mm. though they were strangers when you entered the restaurant yeah, yeah and yeah getting the chefs involved they can really tell you the story behind everything mm. and um yeah it's kind of just part of the experience you don't actually know what you're going to get to eat so yeah, you have yeah. to be somewhat adventurous and mm. willing to try new things and then they just tell you a little story along the whole night yeah no that was so nice and it uh, kind of different from normal Danish dining experiences I would say I like this idea about trying to foster a community mm-hmm. um, but yeah I think it's for, for maybe for some Danes that they need that kind of push to go into an event like this where they sat down next to a stranger and almost can't avoid having a conversation exactly. uh, I think that's quite healthy for us <laughs> it's true uh, nice yeah um, and what are the uh, Sort of are there future plans for now you have this plot of land out here sort of are is it is the idea just to kind of expand with gardens around the city or um i don't i wouldn't say that that is like necessarily the goal but um there's always different projects um in in talks so there's okay. always things that may or may not happen um i think that when different companies want to implement certain green initiatives, mm-hmm. uh, they often reach out to Christian and Livia and yeah. we'll consult with them a little bit. So yeah, generally at any given time, there's a couple of projects that may or may not happen. And this was one that was a maybe for a long time and then it came to fruition. So I think we will be quite um, busy with this one for yeah, some okay. time. <laughs> but yeah, it will uh, just be throughout the spring, summer, fall months, and then in the winter we will put it to rest and then come back again in okay. the spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess that's the same with the rooftop, there's a kind of a, a seasonal aspect to it or? Yeah, the, the vegetables themselves are only grown for the members until we reach November. Yeah. But the restaurant is open actually all year. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, it's just February, we close down for the whole month, um, but other than that, we're open all winter long. Awesome. It's just a different vibe. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you can both get, uh, there's a breakfast, and there's a lunch, and there's a dinner, and yeah. there's a, yeah, I saw there was a winter men- menu also on the website, so, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah. If, um, yeah, if people want to get involved, or sort of, yeah, either on a volunteer basis, or can you still become a member, or is there sort of a cap on the 40 right now, and a waiting list, or? Yeah, there, there's a cap on the 40, um, there is a waiting list, but... Because that filled up so quickly, they started um, kind of a second branch of the company called Fellas Grow. Mm-hmm. So this is also a CSA model where um, residents of the city can get access to this weekly collection of vegetables from a local farm. So it's not from the roof, mm. it's not from Urnsheo, but mm. it is from one of these local farmers that we collaborate with okay. so based on what neighborhood you live in you can select um, a pickup location and then we set up a little stand once a week and have all the vegetables ready for you and then they come uh, the, the city residents would come and just weigh out whatever's um, like divvied up for them that week basically okay okay um, so that there is space for mm-hmm. but outside of that people can completely get involved just by volunteering so it's every Wednesday at the rooftop and then every Tuesday out here 
Okay. Yeah. And how did is that just to how, yeah how do you sign up for that or say hey? Um, yeah, good question. <laughs> if you go to our website, there there is a way to sign up. Okay. Um, but it's also like the more the merrier. People are quite welcome just to drop by as well. Nice. Yeah. That's nice. And uh, yeah, finally, just kind of the the CSA. What what is the? Can you describe like what is? Maybe if people don't know what that is, and sort yeah. of what the philosophy or why that is a, a good model for you guys. For sure. So um, yeah, it's this community supported agriculture. It stands for, and the idea behind it is that um, people pay upfront for their vegetables for the year, mm-hmm. and this gives say like a small organic farm who isn't big enough to provide to a supermarket it gives them this kind of insurance in a way that they know their produce is sold before they've even grown it so they they know that they have a secure income and then there's also not so much pressure to produce any specific thing they can just grow whatever they want the members don't know what they're going to receive it's a surprise each week Um, but it just allows more security for a small farm and um, also again another way of building community because the Mm. people receiving the vegetables actually know the farmer that it's coming from and they know that their money is going directly to that person there's no middleman yeah Um, so yeah it's just it kind of benefits everyone in that way yeah okay okay Mm -hmm. and is it all organic or or what's the is there philosophy around that or um I guess it. I don't think it's that it has to be specifically, but mm. generally anyone that's doing a CSA, they're probably the type of people that are growing organically okay, as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, right. yeah. I think also the type of resident that's looking for a CSA to get vegetables from, they would be the type to only want organic. Yeah. yeah. So I've never encountered a non-organic CSA, but I don't think it's like a law that it has to be organic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> But expect it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's Very like cool. The unwritten, unwritten rule. So, and you, yeah, you said you're having a soft opening this weekend. That's right. Yeah, Friday we're doing our first little event. And when when do you kind of officially open? Is there a set date for that, <laughs> or is that still? I, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, the plan is for next week, but okay. um, nothing is really set in stone yet. We're just gonna, I think, see how. The rest of this week goes on Friday with a soft opening, so it, we should be good for next week. But yeah, we will see. Okay, because okay. As you can see, it's a little bit of a it's growing, work in growing, progress. Work, work in progress. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. we won't uh, we won't promise anything. Just yeah. <laughs> but uh, super exciting. Um, very nice to see that uh, you're, you're turning this uh, plot of land into uh, a beautiful growing garden and uh, the yurts. Where does one get a yurt from, by the oh. way? good question <laughs> so um, we've been working with a company called Lucinetta yeah yep Does that, am I pronouncing yep. that correctly light light uh, bright nights or something yeah yep. exactly yeah so they um, they are building them by hand and oh. we've kind of collaborated with them for this so yeah they've actually been building them in the basement of Ostergro oh okay so all winter long we've been yeah oiling and sanding wood and yeah, okay. putting these things together in our courtyard to make sure it, it actually works mm-hmm. and now they're officially assembled awesome awesome mm. I like a good yurt yeah yeah you should go inside I, one I, really I, cool. I, I might have to yeah <laughs> <laughs> um amazing 
Yeah, I guess you also learn a lot of different sort of or pick up some skills and sort of just yes. on the fly learn about random stuff you might not have expected to yeah, learn about. Absolutely. I did not expect to spend so many weeks throughout the winter learning how to use like a sanding machine and the rounder for the edges of the wood. This was all new to me, but yeah, very okay. fun. Excellent. Well, uh, I highly recommend people uh, yeah, coming out when you open. Check out Ustergo. Uh, thank you so much, Lauren, for uh, letting me come out here and uh, talk You're to welcome. you. It's been a pleasure. A big thanks to Lauren. That's uh, fascinating stuff. Yeah, yeah. Really cool. I love the sound of the construction. Really made me feel I was a part of it all. Yeah, right. It was a very really, immersive experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I came out and she, I was like, oh, okay, and I'm building something over there. And then... There's a big truck there. Okay. Well, probably they have some kind of room we can sit in or something. But but because it's all new and they yeah. you know they're building everything right now from the ground up basically. Um, and she was like, oh, "There's a bench over here we can sit on." <laughs> the bench was just uh, a couple of planks of wood. <laughs> the grass. Um, but she was uh, so lovely uh, yeah. to speak to, and uh, yeah, very nice of her to show me around. Um, you can see the pictures on our uh, Facebook site. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took a bunch, and uh, yeah. Check out, um, check out Gro, the yeah, restaurant. Really exciting. Uh, really cool stuff. And transition into hot tips already. Oh That's yeah, one of my hot tips. Ah, I didn't, I didn't even see it coming. No, it's so smooth. You just slipped it in. <laughs> I just sure. slipped it in. Brilliant. Slipped in my hot Mary's tip. Mary's hot tip. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they they have a restaurant um, on. Um, uh, as you also heard in the interview, it's an old uh, sort of a car dealership, and. Um, on on top of that roof, they've built sort of a lovely city garden with some there's uh, some chickens, some mm. rabbits, uh, a little beehive, and then uh, they're oh, growing beehive. Oh, <laughs> growing a bunch of herbs. <laughs> sorry, uh, I'm sorry for that. And uh, I went there to eat with uh, my uh, Emma, uh, the producer, and my mm. parents, um, and it was delicious food. Like yeah, you don't know what it is you're gonna get, uh, but the chefs comes out and they sort of present it mm. and. Uh, I had had the most delicious mushrooms I've ever had. Oyster mushrooms. They t- it tasted like barbecued, like really nice barbecued chicken. Ooh, like it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not a big chicken fan. No, you you hate chickens. You've I, told me many times. Yeah, uh, I even liked the live chickens they had. It was it was lovely. <laughs> it was lovely. Um, so uh, highly recommend booking a, a dinner date there. You can also Ooh. go for breakfast or lunch. Just lovely, especially this time of year. Just sit yeah. up there. Uh, go talk to uh, the the. The, the chickens. Yeah. Go talk to the rabbits. Yeah. Don't get stung by a bee. Okay. Solid. Hot tip. Hot tip. <laughs> uh, another hot tip uh-huh. is um, that um, Emma Boro, who uh, works at uh, Urban House, um, they've uh, picked up on on this swap shop clothing concept that uh, has been around other places, and they're uh, starting up their own little thing there. Um, so yeah, you can uh, come with your clothes and uh, swap for other clothes. Yeah. Sort of this upcycling idea. Nice. Recycling. Nice. Uh, give some, get some. Yeah. It's a lovely concept. Guys and gals. Guys and gals. Okay. Yes. Cool, cool. Um, and uh, that is. Uh, let me just check when that was. It'll be on the Facebook also, but uh, just to be, have it for you right now. That is uh, this coming Sunday, uh, starting at 11. Nice. Yes. And I believe you have to sign up. So check out the event on uh, either Urban House uh, or on our Facebook. Um, Finally, if you're not uh, uh, rushing out to distortion, 
to find out where the fuck that's happening. Because <laughs> no one knows. Uh, there is a, a hot tip on our Facebook uh, suggesting that you go to La Belle, uh, La View, um, a sunset session on Copen Hill, which is the, the giant uh, waste burning plant facility. <laughs> But that's also a ski hill. Yes. Copen Hill, <laughs> which is a bit more of a sexy way to yeah. sell it. Uh, and uh, they have their own uh, La, La View rooftop, uh, the best view in town. Uh, invite you to a memorable night with drinks. Food, sunsets, and great music. Nice. And that is uh, this a Friday from uh, five o'clock. Five o'clock. At five o'clock. Oh, you'd actually probably be waiting a few hours at five o'clock because the sun goes down at like ten now, I think. Yeah, yeah. You can get proper pissed. <laughs> and just ski on down. <laughs> just roly poly all the way. Yeah, down. just roly poly down. <laughs> yeah, I, I've noticed like coming home at like 11 and it's still bright and then I wake up at like 3 and it's bright yeah. and you're like oh my god because oh I have no curtains in my apartment Ah, I have no curtains in my apartment because that's just the way I roll <laughs> <laughs> I uh, had that for I didn't have curtains for about 8 years in my uh, place I lived also it was like every summer I should really get curtains yeah, 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 yeah. next summer I should really <laughs> get curtains <laughs> I got I got ill-fitting sleep I've got an ill-fitting sleep mask now So okay, that's, that's great. My, that's my, so I put it on and then like inevitably like fumbles off my head as I like toss and turn. Yeah. Which I find out I do a lot of. You're a tosser? I, I, a I, I, <laughs> You're a tosser? I'm a tosser, yeah. <laughs> I'm a turner. Uh, yeah. Um, so a so, uh, bit of a hot tip. Get curtains. Get curtains. If you don't have curtains, get curtains. I that's like these input. sub-segments you're yeah, putting that's in. That's Owen's input. <laughs> Owen's tip. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of those sleep masks. But my girlfriend doesn't. She's not. She's like, no, it's weird that you're sleeping with that. I'm like, but it makes me really... It's, it's, you sleep really well with them. Yeah. 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 Like, I might even get earplugs also. Like, completely wow, just... like sense deprivation. Yeah, that kind straight of... into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think, what's the word like that? We've done, yeah, we we both did the... Oh, yeah, you did the review on the... the, the um, yeah. Did you do a review for... No, you didn't do one on the podcast, did you? Of the yeah, no, it sensory was... Sensory deprivation? Yeah, yeah. Because you, you did an ad for them as well. Yeah. Because you're, you're a big famous actor. I'm a, yeah. You're like, you're... I've seen your no, face. Just because I look good in stilettos. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> um, I still keep seeing your face on TV with that ad you did. Um, but uh, uh, that I fell asleep in that when I did it. Really briefly, when yeah. Did the slams, and I, I think you could probably get. A re- you might drown, but you no, you can't because re- it's you just float. You can't. Drown. If you rolled over, if you rolled over the other way, and then you went face first into the salty water. I mean, don't you think you would wake up from sort of inhaling that, like seriously salty water? Uh, actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go sleep in a, a yeah. Tank go, of water. go have a nap. Done. Done. A Copenhagen the... float. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best nap you'll ever have. Yeah. Last nap you'll ever have. Maybe, maybe last maybe. nap. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, that's another nice little round of the show from <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, right, I mean, dim, great great dim, stuff. Great stuff. Dim the, dim the hot tips. Enjoy your weekend out there, guys. Take care of each other. Go find yourself some distortion or yeah. a beautiful view or uh, go for a nice dinner. Go for a swim. Go for a it's swim. getting nice. It's I've been for a couple of dips. Ooh. It's getting nice. Yeah. Go get your dip on. Go get your dip on. Uh, check out Facebook <laughs> Check out the Facebook page for I feel like we've said a lot of things that could be great song titles. Get your dip on. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tosser and Turner. Yeah. That sounds like a soul <laughs> band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please it's, welcome it's, to the stage. Tosser and Turner. It's, it's the opening act for Hollow Notes. Yeah. Tosser and Turner. <laughs> Frank Tosser and Michael Turner. Yeah. <laughs> Tosser and Turner.
<laughs> Alright we gotta stop We gotta stop okay, we're, okay. we're wasting these Good people's time now Yes uh, Thank you very much For listening Check out uh, the Facebook page For uh, links to everything We've been talking about Check out the Copenhagen Post mm-hmm. uh, For uh, news articles uh, Like we were talking about At the start of the show And uh, give us a like give us a, Yeah you know that stuff Alright thank you Goodbye Goodbye